There's another side to good health, and that's good mental health. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Hey, what's up, boy? Oh, ow. Oh, you, you cut yourself shaving. Oh, the, the lip. It. No, it's it's because I'm I look I'm I also am sure that I look all uh, bothered in the face. It's because I had wind, like twelve club wind, blaring at my face hole the entire day today, and I just got some tequila in my lips, and it yeah, stings got, hard. Sanitizing. You, you got like like a sandblaster, but your face. Yeah, it's like somebody took like 10 grade sandpaper and just like rubbed it all over my face today. No amount of chapstick could have prepared me for this. And I I came prepared. Like I had, I kept, I was strapped today. I was going to ask, but I feel like it, like in those elements, it really doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. I was double barreled. I have two, I had two, two thangs on me. And, and yeah, and, and nothing I could have done would have stopped. You, like you, you needed to to take a, a scoop of Vaseline, like like Winnie the Pooh did to the honey jar, yes, and just slathered <laughs> it on your. So your face would have just been wet, or just that be like prevented nah, it. You needed whale blubber, <laughs> yes, or just be the um, the bubble boy. What was uh, who played? Who's the actor who played Jake the bubble Gyllenhaal? boy? Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll just yeah, be Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal, yeah. bubble boy. Yeah, that might have done, that might have done it. Yeah, that might have done it. <laughs> But anyways, cheers, <laughs> y'all. It feels it feels good to be back right now. We're back, back in the stew, back where we belong. Yeah, in the stew. It's like it's like riding a bike. Yeah, it I feels like it. it has been a long time since we've like had a talk like this. Mm-hmm. We've obviously just talked us. off off record, off air, but like, um, it's nice. It's nice to see you both in this context. Yeah, I, I love the question that our our friends over at loose impediments ask one another at the top and they say what's on the, what's on your golfing mind but mm. what's on your mind mind <laughs> a lot um yeah let it rip well first of all like i mean i think each of us have have had a a whopping last couple months since we've taken a some time off to like reset and recharge i guess just speaking for myself like i picked up everything i owned sold most of it and then put the rest of it into my little periwinkle blue Hyundai Elantra and drove across country. And now I'm in New York, except the plant, except the plant. plant. I did not sell, I did not sell Phil, um, sweet boy, Mm -hmm. Phil. And that feels mostly good. Like it's, it's, I didn't realize how stagnant I think I'd felt in Portland for a long time. Like I'd been there for 10 years and while a lot of my memories and experiences there were really really positive and filled with joy and love and a lot of really good relationships it was time to go and and i was starting to get to the point where i was resenting the city i think in a lot of ways and like my experience there and and that's just not a place you want to get to with a place like that's that's not where yeah. you want to get to with a with a space um so i'm glad that we're here now but that's that's mostly what's been on my mind recently change change can be uh, really terrifying it hasn't made golf any easier i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) well well, my question was has any of it been terrifying and how has that affected your golf because you i mean i i feel like at this point you've announced what you're doing so where are you in that and and how has fear played into that if at all yeah it's all been terrifying and i think (laughs) 
but but uh, <laughs> but I like welcomed that that fear, you know. Like I think for a long time I was really for a long time I think I've been really scared of fear, and that sounds mm. that might sound mm. stupid or like derivative, but I think it's impo- it was important for me to recognize <laughs> that. Like I was really afraid of fear as a as an emotion, as something to confront. And as a coping mechanism, I would not put myself in situations where I might be afraid. And, um, and, and fear like manifests itself across everything, not just like physical danger, obviously, but relationships and, mm-hmm. uh, activities and television shows that you watch and, you know, it, it, it permeates every part of your life. And so I think in a lot of ways coming to New York is, or just like moving in general was a really big step for me to confront my fear of being afraid. And I think, yeah, man, like, so yes, to answer your question, yes, a a lot of it has been terrifying, but I have been really, really proud of myself for taking that jump in the first place and really happy with the result. What has come of it like i'm i'm really really enjoying myself and really connecting to things that i love and had maybe fallen out of love with f- mm. for quite a while mm-hmm. how that relates to golf i'm trying to break par this year which is another like fearful thing uh fearful endeavor feel fearful mission and that's may- maybe we can schedule a pod just like about that <laughs> that whole process and i would love to dig mm-hmm. into that more with you guys because it has been really interesting and introspective and um there's there's a lot of emotion obviously going through the chase the pursuit of perfection right like that's something that that's at the central that's like the central question of what i'm trying to do this year is like pursue beating perfection golf's Mm -hmm. standard of perfection and i think for a long time and on this show we've preached the opposite of that of being okay with how you play and being comfortable and being confident in your own abilities no matter where they fall on some scale and and i think right now what i'm doing is putting my golf game under a microscope on in a very tangible measurable way yeah um and that's scary and, and yeah. not only doing that, but like sharing that with people <laughs> and like writing about it and making videos about it and making a podcast about it, doing all these things that are very expository. So anyways, yes, there's there's a lot on my mind generally and my golfing mind, but maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can like dig into that more in another another pod because I think it's it would be interesting and fun. Yeah, 100 percent. You, you said something when we were in L.A. together that that I've thought a lot about you said that you've discovered while you were in Portland and like your time in the past two years that you've, you feel like you exist better in, in a state of chaos mm-hmm. or a, more of a, a chaotic lifestyle. And that is re- rejuvenating or it, mm-hmm. it uh, inspires you. How, how do you fit the learning to, to face fears with, with your chaotic <laughs> your chaotic brain your proclivity for chaos (laughs) yeah 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 you know it's funny i'd forgotten that i'd said that to you but i'm (laughs) i'm glad that i did i think when i was younger and maybe didn't know as much about myself as i do now my proclivities for chaos got me in trouble Hmm. in a lot of ways 
in relationships, in behavior, in just like how I held myself as like how I stood, you know? Um, and I think my fear of being afraid was, I think, also a fear of living on a, a chaotic knife edge in a way, right? Like mm-hmm. how I, I think I, I, there was a certain point in my life where I, ha- I held my hand pretty close to the fire um, with regards to a number of things, um, relationships, drugs, um, yeah, more. And I think I spent a lot of time removing myself from those types of situations because of fear, out of fear, right? Hmm. But I also found that that limited me, I think, in a lot of ways, creatively, and even in my relationships, how I was able to express what I was feeling and, and to whom and, and all of that sort of stuff. So I think, yeah, I have realized recently and, and just largely through the work that I do now, I'm my own boss, right? I, I think I've realized in a number of different avenues, I do function better and happier and more creative and all of those things that I enjoy about myself in a state of flux and in a state of I guess you can call it chaos because it's like disorder generally. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. I think it's just knowing when to, and this is a learning process. I haven't figured it out, but learning when to be like, okay, we're this chaos, this orb of chaos is rolling into a negative or a dark space and Mm -hmm. figuring out where that line is. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now is like, like I said before, how, how close can I hold my hand to the fire without it? without it getting burned or burning other people because that's, that's a symptom as well. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot there as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question, Drew. What's on, what's on your golfing and or mind mind? Oh man. I mean, I think this year, especially at the beginning of the year, I've done a lot of reflecting, um, just on the past year. You know, I with us being together right at the beginning of this calendar year, it was like a year ago, we didn't really know each other that well or at all, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we like just looking back and seeing all the things that individually and together that we've accomplished. It's been it's been like a crazy ride, um, something that I'm really proud of, uh, proud of what we've done and what we've accomplished but it also had me thinking about the future and thinking like january 2023 what are we going to be reflecting on from this calendar year Mm. so that's kind of where my head has been my headspace which has been yeah like a lot of introspection and and then also dreaming and and thinking about what are the next steps for for us what are the next steps for me personally, professionally, my family, things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think this has been kind of a, it's been a year where I've seen a lot of growth for myself and which is exciting, but also kind of in the same vein of, of Connor where it's a little frightening. There's some fear because you're like, you know, you've done all this and I never want to hang my hat on things that I've done. and I don't want to, just pat myself in the back for things that are in the rear view mirror. It's like always looking forward, but it's like, it's kind of scary because there's no like roadmap for where right. we're going next. Yeah. We're, we're making it up as we go along. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, on that note, someone really, really early 
in my life said, you don't know what your dream job is going to be because it hasn't been invented yet. And that has always stuck with me in a lot of ways. And I think speaks to what the three of us are carving out for ourselves. Right. Which is like, yeah, damn. Yeah. What we want to do with our lives is not, it's different. It's different than what exists out there. It's not, it's not categorized because we're making it right now. And you're sort of, you're building the house while you're living in it. Which is a yeah, weird around yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like Fortnite's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. GGT is Fortnite. Um, where are some areas where you feel like you've grown particularly this year that you're feeling good about? Um, I think putting myself out there, um, like my personal self out there, like just into the world, into the ether. Um, like, you know, I've shared before, like my social media presence has always been very uh, curated um, and not in in a way where I'm trying to lead like a fake life or think showcase something that I'm not because like everything I share on my social channels is like 100% me, but I don't share things about like my personal life Mm -hmm. pretty much ever, you know, that's Mm -hmm. not really what I do. So for me to be able to, uh, have this safe space, have you guys as, as friends, as brothers, um, and, and have the community that we built through group golf therapy has been, I I think pretty huge for me. Um, because you know, the things that I share on the podcast are things that I would share with my therapist, which is obviously very extremely private, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. just you and you and them. So for me to, to talk about things that are happening in my life, good or bad, it's not typically what I do and I'm, you know, I haven't had any reason to not want to or feel safe to share that here. So, um, yeah, I would say that would be one thing, probably the biggest thing where I've seen growth Yeah. in, in that, in that aspect. I feel like I've seen you, I've seen that in you too. Yeah. It's cool. And it's, it's really cool. And it's been great to get to know you like that. Yeah. yeah. Like whether, whether we're recording or not, like we'll just, call a, a google meet and just chop it up like just because and we'll text each other like just because and like mm-hmm. i feel like each encounter each opportunity for us to talk to one another is like a, a, a step further a, a layer peeled back of the onion that is drew westfall <laughs> yeah that it's it's, yeah. it's great to get you get to know you like that yeah it's been it's been fun that's super um, in, cool. In the last year, when you've had the time to, you know, look inward, look at the things you've accomplished, things you're proud of, like you said, um, where does the fear reside? Uh, I would say the fear for or me. Like like if, <clears throat> I'll, I'll clarify. Like, okay. So you've, you've had the year to, to look back and, and, and analyze that uh, for 2022 because uh, we're still, you know, in, in early doors 2022. Like, what is something about this year that scared you last year that maybe doesn't hmm. anymore? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I think kind, kind of with what Connor said, like not knowing what your dream job is going to be. And, you know, I've, I've had a lot of different, I've worn a lot of different like hats professionally in my life, whether it's been working in higher education, 
whether I worked in retail, whether I worked in, you know, marketing, it's, you know, I've, I've been out of college for like over a decade and I've done, I've done a lot of different things and I've never really felt like that sense of like, all right, this is what I was meant to do. Like everything has kind of been like, this is a job. It's something that I do to make money. It, you know, I'm not like compelled, like, you know, it's not like this is what I'm going to do forever. Um, and part of that is probably just my personality and, and who I am as a, as a creative person. And that's why I've always really appreciated having like social media or my website or things as a, as an outlet to, you know, if I'm not fulfilled with my career or work, I have something else to, that is very fulfilling right. or something that's just a hundred percent my like stream of consciousness. So, um, but I think for me, like the fear is like not knowing what is that thing that I like really want to do with my life until I found you guys and found this. And it's like, this is something that I really enjoy doing, you know, even if we're not podcasting together or creating for a GGT, I'm just excited to have met both of you have met, you know, Maya and Liz, so many people that we met through, through here, through this platform that like, I don't, you know, whatever it is that I'm going to be doing next, I'm excited to do it with, with all of y'all. Yeah. Same. That's reciprocated. <laughs> yeah. On the on the more like forward looking front, can you share? It, you you mentioned that in part of your reflection, you've also been looking forward and maybe having some dreams about like what you want to do moving forward. Is there anything that you feel like you can share about that? Like what your what your goals look like, or not even goals, because that sounds so fucking stupid but you know like what like what you hope to to see for yourself and where you where maybe some other areas that you hope to continue to grow and see ggt grow from just your perspective yeah i mean for us i'm i think the you know the the moon or the stars like that's like the the journey like it's like there's no there's like no destination for what we're doing it's not like you know once we get to this point once we reach this many downloads or listeners, once we, you know, it's, it's like, it's kind of an evolving and ongoing thing and it's growing and, and it could, it could really turn into, to anything. So I think that's, that's both exciting and terrifying at the same time, not knowing where <laughs> that journey is going to go, mm -hmm. but also knowing that, you know, going at it with both of you, it's not as scary because you're not doing it by yourself. I think when you do, and Brad knows this, Connor, you know this, like we've all done work on our own mm -hmm. and it's, it's scary. Cause you're like, it feels good because you're the only one, like you're in control of it, but it's also, you're like, well, if I stop doing it, it doesn't really matter. Cause it's like, it's my choice. Yeah. But for like what we're doing, it's three of us. So you know, it feels like we're, we're kind of tied into it together. So it's not mm -hmm. just like one person doing it. So if like one person taps out, it's like, all right, well, I guess we all kind of have to tap out at that point. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> we ride together. We die together. Yeah. Right. And, and exactly. just to clarify, like when, when Drew says the moon or the stars, like he literally means like, we're going to do a group golf therapy session on the moon. So that's, the moon yes, that's Elon the Musk. goal. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then, and then the, we stop and then we're done. Right. It, yeah. I just saw with, uh, with Richard Branson's Virgin Atlantic, $450,000. You can, you can like get in line to go to space. Right. So we need oh, we got, like, we got that. We need like 1.5 mil. 
Yeah. And then all three of us can go to space. Just a couple more Patreon subscribers and we'll be... Just a few more. We're yeah, almost there. We're good. Just 1.5 million more. Yeah. And then we'll be there. That's perfect. You know, we need the graphic, the thermometer, and like <laughs> with the red. <laughs> That's the graphic we need to be sharing on our like it's Inst- a Like it's a fun run. <laughs> like, 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 like the Pizza Hut bucket, but to take us to, to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad. Yeah. How about you, Brad? How you what's feeling? on your what's on your mind right now? Um, man. Uh a lot. Toward the end of last year, uh I was feeling uh, like I was spiraling a little bit. Because hmm. I had so much going on. Um you were busy trying to balance fuck at the end yeah. of last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Crazy even, busy. even in the beginning of this year, yeah, really, um, trying to juggle my own personal projects, doing the podcast, uh, pro- producing our meetup, being on set, mm. uh, trying to work out, <laughs> drink enough water, <laughs> get, <laughs> get seven and a half hours of sleep. Like uh, all of it was like, I was like, Oh shit. Like I wasn't aware that I wasn't capable of, of juggling all of this in a healthy way. And it really didn't. When I say I was spiraling, I was trying to find where the ground was. And I really didn't find the ground until recently like recently as in like the last couple of weeks like spiraling in december spiraling in january spiraling a little bit early doors in february and then like finally hitting the floor so that i could like gather myself put on one sock and one shoe and find my chapstick because that will be in order of importance (laughs) sock Um, shoe chapstick yes left sock left shoe chapstick (laughs) right sock right shoe exactly exactly yeah jewels out (laughs) (laughs) um but since since finding that that solid ground that footing that um that opportunity to like really take inventory of what the last few months have been for me. I mean, literally being handheld by my therapist Hmm. and my girlfriend through all of that, uh, was, it was a lot, but in, in a lot of ways it's still happening. You know, I'm, I'm still like trying to find my, my underwear (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, a pair of basketball shorts. Um, all that to say, I was not doing my best. Mm-hmm. And um, since hitting the ground, things are uh, the only way I could look is up. Um, putting one foot on or putting one foot in front of the other every day. Um, each moment is so important to me. Each text message is important. Each phone call to my parents. Uh, I took all of that for granted, truly. Mm. And um, 
doing, I won't say I'm doing better, but I'm saying like, sometimes you got to get knocked down. Like sure. sometimes you really have to like let it all hang out and, and feel naked and feel afraid and feel completely exposed for you to really take inventory of your life, like in mm-hmm. everything in it and find what is truly important. Like, uh, another just like personal aside i grew up very 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 religious mm-hmm. and in i'd say around 2013 was when i kind of started like feeling some things and trying to figure some stuff out on my own and and maybe stop going to church as much as i was and stop doing this and doing that and hanging with certain people as much mm-hmm. Um, and then I heard his name is, uh, is Pete Holmes. He's a comedian. Yeah. He and I grew up very similarly. So I listened to his podcast, uh, for lack of a better term, religiously. Yeah. And he had a similar <laughs> experience with his like falling out with his faith and something he said really, really stuck with me. And I feel it now to this day. Um, sometimes you have to burn the forest down to see what grows back. Hmm. So hmm. I'll consider the last like December 2021, January, the first couple weeks of February, burning the forest. Controlled burn. A controlled burn. <laughs> I no, it's not, it wasn't controlled. It was not controlled. It's it a was forest fire. It was a forest it was, fire. It was a I'm and it was ironically the Oakland Hills Country Club. Ironically, you're wearing a Smokey the Bear t-shirt right now. I'm wearing yeah. a Smokey the Bear t-shirt. Wow. Only you can prevent forest fires. Bullshit, Smokey. I couldn't prevent any of couldn't it. Do shit. <laughs> yeah, that was that was beyond containment. Yeah, um, but there's a there's a bud growing. You know, yeah. there's like a a little 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 guy. succulent trying to poke through the the soil, trying to get that sun, trying to grow its little arm, trying to get back. <laughs> That's where I'm at. You're a baby Groot. I'm baby. Yo, where's Hell my yeah. baby Groot's hanging up in here somewhere? I wonder if y'all <laughs> saw it when you were here. Um, baby Groot is so cute. If you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, just um, baby Groot's the man. Baby Groot is it. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm baby Groot right now, and it's humbling. It is uh, terrifying. Like truly, this is a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thank the both of you for being there when I really needed you, because I did. Yeah. Um, and none of that was. It's not easy uh, in this patriarchal society that we live in yeah. for uh, a man to be like, "Yo, brothers, I need help," and like I'm not doing so good. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is exactly what I did to y'all. And I mean, true to exactly who you are, you, you stepped up and you were supportive and you gave me the space that I needed and you heard me mm-hmm. and um, I appreciate you. So if I could answer that question, what's on my, my mind or my golfing mind, all of that has made my game worse. <laughs> 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 Um, but it's okay. Like as a content creator, you know, you put yourself out there, you're talking about golf, you're, you're, 
you know, posting this and reposting that, talking about current events in the game or what you're doing on the course or who you're playing with, et cetera. And there's this ex- expectation to be, you know, a scratch golfer. Yeah. But I'm, the, I'm just not that. And I've, I've given up on that. I can no longer hang on to that. Hmm. Um, I can no longer allow that to, to add pressure to me when I step up on the first tee box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm ready, it, it'll happen when I'm ready right. to, uh, and, and I have the space and the capacity to give my energy to that. I will be ready. Yeah. But now is just not the time and that's okay. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that and not like resign yourself to some fate of like, I suck. I'm always yeah. going to be trash. And <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm glad that I you may be. <laughs> but but and I'm I think open to like that too. but I yeah but like I think I think there is still beauty in like wanting to try and anyways like we're we're talking about golf right now but like I yeah. I've I have like questions to back to what you were talking about at first which is well actually first of all I want to thank you for coming to me and Drew individually and together and being like I'm not doing well I need help because the three of us have talked about on this podcast many times how difficult that is not only because of what culture has told us to do and not to do, but also just like just as a, as a person. And I think you specifically have said a lot, you struggle with that feeling like you're taking too much or asking too much, yeah, not taking enough for yourself on your birthday, asking what the group wants to do. Right. That stands out to me a lot from like one of mm-hmm. our first ever conversations was yeah. you saying on my birthday, I will ask what the group wants to do. And I yeah. think I, I, you know, I see that in you and I'm worried for you for with that sort of stuff. So I'm, I'm proud of you for fighting whatever urges were inside of you on that day that you sent that text and, and said today I need y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank was you hard. for that. Yeah. It was really, really hard. Yeah. And so I guess like my question is when you were, when you were crashing, when, when the, when the fire was raging, where did you feel that? And what did the sensation feel like? Like physically, where in your body was like the pain or the, the strife and what, what did that sensation feel like? Man, that is my therapist's favorite question. (laughs) Truly. Like anytime I I bring some new information or, um, I'm like, you know, this is what I'm bringing today to therapy she asks where where are you experiencing that in your body mm-hmm. nine times out of ten it's in my shoulders i carry a lot of stress and mm-hmm. and stuff just like right up in here right in the traps in the traps yeah trap it. um but i can truly say i felt it everywhere yeah like Damn. i was so shaken like literally like trembling mm-hmm. my entire body like Loss of appetite, loss of like devoid of any like real feelings of joy. Yeah. Um, questioning like all of my my gut feelings, like questioning my instincts. That's a scary place to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do I say something? Do I do I not? Do I ask this question now? Is now a good time? It, like like, do you want to go out to do, do do I, do I cook? Do I (laughs) like, you know, everything, everything is a question. Everything. 
so so that's why I use the metaphor of like I was spiraling out and didn't know where the ground was. Right. Like, because I truly didn't. I didn't know where up, down, left, right was. I didn't yeah. know if my my mind was playing tricks on me or, you know, if what I was feeling was real. Yeah. Um. Yeah that that is the answer. <laughs> So when you, um, I've heard this before, like when you, when you get trapped in an avalanche and you're buried under the snow and you don't know which way is up, so you don't know which way to start digging, you're supposed to spit and the direction that your spit falls will show you Uh. where where gravity is going and you dig Mm. the opposite way. That's a long winded way of me asking, like when you found out which way up was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you started digging, how did that feel for you? And what tools did you use to dig? Like where, like, what did you grab? Who, who did you go to? What did, what resources did you use? I mean, it's a great question. Um, what resources my girlfriend and my therapist were my left and my right crutch mm-hmm. uh, or, or in this avalanche scenario, my left and my right uh, pole, a ski pole or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever, uh, those, whatever those fucking people do. Right. Right. Whatever ski, <laughs> ski people wear. <laughs> <laughs> they're the, they're the sled dogs pulling you out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, see, I'm uh, like my, my spit, let's say my spit was like, I guess the cry for help. Right. Like, I'm like, Hmm. like, I don't know anything. (laughs) This is all terrible. And then when I saw the direction, I was like, yeah, I'm still not sure if that's it. (laughs) Even though gravity's telling me this is it. I'm like, I don't Mm. know, but, uh, you're all I got. And, and, I'm going to try this. And if it doesn't work out, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to do something. Yeah. So even if I was digging in the wrong direction, I was committed to it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then when I saw day breaking through like that, that last kind of layer of snow, then that's when I, I hit y'all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day, one day we're gonna get down six feet under with you. Let's but get I, it. I appreciate, I appreciate um, again you uh, coming to us at all. Yeah, yeah, because that's hard, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that, that's what this whole experience is about. I mean, when we came up with the idea for this show, we knew it was important for our audience. Um. And it almost sounds like silly or cliche to say, but like it was for us too. And I don't think I really realized yeah, man. how impactful it would actually be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, there's, there's so many times where conversations that we've had, the three of us, or conversations that we've had with guests that just are rolling around in my mind or things that just, yeah. that just come up where it's like, and, and it's really helpful, I should say, to me. Whether it's uh, you know the conversation we had uh, with Sean Hotchkiss talking about having conversations with a younger version of yourself, that's something yeah. that's been that's been like really instrumental, uh, really huge mm-hmm. for me over the past year. But yeah, it's 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 crazy to think about how much benefit like personally I've gotten. You know, the two of you have gotten from 
this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever whatever we want to call what we're doing. <laughs> this content <laughs> yeah. we're creating. Our, our safe space, this virtual yeah. safe space. Yeah. One thing before we change topics or or whatever wherever we're going next. Um Brad, when you were talking about, you know, leaving things in the past or um, you know, seeing what what uh what comes up after after the fire, um, it really makes me think of something that my my wife talks about so shout out my wife and she talks about like there's seasons for everything you know just because you want to do something doesn't mean this is the right season for that Mm -hmm. Um, or even if it's like it's available and it would be fun to do or you know whatever it is and that's something that i think about a lot uh being a parent being a husband um you know trying to be a good dad trying to be a good partner trying to be a good son trying to be a good friend um, you know, you, you can't do everything that you want to do when you have other priorities. And, yeah. um, yeah, so it's like you, 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 I have to pick and choose every day what meets all of like the, the hierarchy of needs. So it's like, you know, am I taking care of myself? Am I taking care of my family? Am I taking care of my partner? You know, wh- whatever that level is. Um, and you know, not every day, not every month, not every year, I won't be able to do everything that I want to do. So for me, like golf has fallen like way on the back burner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I played three rounds of 18 holes last year. That's so, so that's crazy. Insane. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, uh, and people assume that I'm golfing all the time because I have a golf podcast. I create golf content, but I'm like, no, like if I'm golfing, it's like for work, like work or, you know, I, I don't just get to leisurely play golf anymore. So it's always like for something. So I played, yeah, I played three rounds all total last year of like leisurely golf where it wasn't like I wasn't filming something. Yeah. I wasn't, there was no like preconceived things that I was, I was working on. It was just, so that's my goal this year is to, to take a step back and like go out and play golf and enjoy it and not record it, you know, not, you know, put my phone away and just be present because it's really hard when you're like in a golf content. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hamster wheel. Especially if you're paying to play golf, it's like, well, right. if I'm paying, I might as well, like I have, I might as well out of it. get right. something out of this. Right. Other than like the experience, <laughs> but like, yeah, like the experience should be enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or the people you're with should be enough. Right. 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 Yeah. When we're honest about it, it is, you know, like I played, I played on Wednesday with somebody that I very, easily could have like shot content with mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. right just like but you, but you didn't it would have been really cool to yeah. to show people I'm playing golf with this person but I didn't yeah it wasn't the time it it, it and it wasn't necessary yeah. and I didn't play my worst round definitely didn't play my best but I but truly enjoyed myself. Man, I can't believe you <laughs> right. didn't, I can't believe you didn't get any content with Schoolboy when you were out there with him. Oh man, you know it wasn't the time. <laughs> you, Macklemore, and Schoolboy were playing, and you didn't, yeah, you didn't even call and, us. And Jordan yeah. <laughs> and MJ and Tupac was there. That was fucking yeah. crazy. How did you not film that? <laughs> Hologram Tupac was out there. Wait, y'all! I saw a tweet on Sunday, uh, the day of the Super Bowl, that was like Dre and Snoop and Eminem were. <laughs> playing the Super Bowl and Tupac didn't come out. Damn, I guess it's real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been the time. That would have been it. Can you imagine? Right. He was. What if he was one of the dancers? Wow. He was out there. Whoa. He could have been. He was there. He was uh. there. <laughs> oh man. Um. 
No. Where else? Where else do we want to go? Um, I mean, I feel like I feel good. Like we. Yeah, I genuinely feel like I just got some shit off my chest. I felt really good. Yeah, same. It was our it was our weekly group golf therapy. Yeah, 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 literally. Well, well, here we go. We're we're excited. You know, this is where we're we're starting season two. We have a a great list of of guests that we have coming on. I mean, hopefully, we'll be in person soon to to hang out to create some content. If you're listening. And you want a live show in your in your neighborhood? DM us. Let us know. Shout. Yeah. Shout and us also, out. like, we'll, if you can help facilitate it, that would be great too. Right. You know, if you want to, <laughs> also if you want to fund it, bang our line. <laughs> I'm really, really excited for the future of loose impediments. Yeah, I man. truly enjoy listening to them. They're <laughs> I so, truly they're so fucking funny and smart. They're so funny. It should really be, we should categorize them as a comedy podcast. <laughs> yes, 100%. It's a comedy slash, like, arts slash culture webs- er, a podcast. Yeah. Y- yes, it's, it's, it's everything all of the time. A little bit of everything all of the time. Um, you know what we should do? We should get, we should get the five of us together and do a, a cross-contamination podcast. Five a voices. Family pod. Family pod. Um, it's time because they were, you know, Maya and Liz were each of our. They were our first two guests on yeah. group yes, golf therapy, indeed. so they were like uber foundational to what this show is. And they were the I, test subjects. I feel <laughs> so fucking blessed to know both of them and to be yeah. like working with them in some capacity because, like, they're just yeah, they're amazing. The best. The best. Uh, big things coming. Uh, we're gonna meet up on the East Coast to play some golf together. Probably make some content soon. Yeah. I mean, not not that soon, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. We gotta wait for we gotta wait for New York to thaw out first. Yeah. You'll hear about it. Yeah. My my face can tell you right now that it it's not ready. <laughs> we're not ready. I'm gonna keep testing the waters though. I'll let you know. I'll I'll be on. I'll be first yeah. on the scene when it's like, okay, we're good. We're good, boys. Yeah, Come when, on out. <laughs> when yeah, when when we can play. When the I don't need to vaseline my entire face right. to prevent the wind burn. Come in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until then, hit him straight and mind your golf. And mind your golf. And listen to loose impediments. True. Those impediments. You jabronis. Mind your golf.